This conversation originally aired on Koinonia, which can be heard Monday through Friday at 2 p.m. on Faith Talk 1360 in Phoenix or online at faithtalk1360.com. Well, from former Governor Mike Huckabee to Kathy Herod, Center for Arizona Policy. This is uh, a unique Tuesday. I, it could be a revealing Tuesday by the time it's all said and done. I have an early ballot, but I've not cast it yet. Uh, and I think it's prudent for us to uh, wait through the not only the uh, results of today, but the decisions made from the results today. What do you say, Kathy? I absolutely agree, Tom. I have my early ballot sitting at home as well, and I will probably take Wednesday to kind of analyze the results from today and then um, probably mail my ballot on Thursday. Um, I want to see who's in the race, what the Tuesday results are, and cast as informed vote as I possibly can can in the Arizona presidential preference primary and um, also after a time of prayer and reflection. Right. And I think that's one of the keys. Your five minutes for families uh, Friday was a great uh, explanation of what the PPE is. And it's funny that even here at the office, I've had people, I don't know that I understand the whole presidential, um, you know, the Republican election process. Uh, You know, in Iowa, they do this and they do this here. It it actually is kind of convoluted when you really look at it. It's, it's complicated, and each party is different. Um, if you're a Republican, the Republican um, delegates to the National Convention are obligated to follow what the vote was in the preference election. Um, the Democrats award theirs a little bit differently. And so it, that's why in Five Minutes for Families last week, I linked to the different political parties for those who want to dive deeper. But the bottom line is, pray about who you think should be the next president of the United States, then cast your vote accordingly. But with the caution of, make sure that candidate still is in the race. Right. Don't throw your vote away. Because yeah. when you look at your ballot, you you will see candidates who have suspended their campaigns, like Rick Santorum, like Ben Carson, um, like Mike Huckabee. And, and rather than um, you know cast a vote that's not going to be towards someone who is likely to, to be the nominee of, if you're a Republican, um, you know, just, just be wise and, and, and prayerful on who you vote for. And there is uh, also you don't want to wait too long either. I mean, so no, it's, it's, it's no, kind of got a sweet spot here. Well, and to remind everyone, your ballot has to be received um, by the Maricopa Maricopa County Elections Department by next Tuesday, by Tuesday the 22nd, or it will not be counted. So we recommend mail your ballot on Thursday so that it's got plenty of days to reach the county by Tuesday. Um, If you decide, wait a minute, I'm not ready to do this on Thursday, I need more time, you always can walk it into a polling place on on next Tuesday. Um, The other resource, of course, is our our voter guide website. You can go to azvoterguide.com and get information about the candidates from all three parties. And that is helpful, and that's one-third of the admonition that I give from the microphone. Be registered, be informed, cast your ballot. Be informed. That's what the uh, voter guide is really, uh, really there for. Boy, 
really got a lot of things going on in the Capitol this week. Uh, I don't want to forget that when we get uh, through some of these, we will talk about Decision America Tour that's this Friday uh, from noon to 1.30. We're encouraging everybody, everybody that's listening to me to show up. And the reason is because we need to be counted as people of faith. This is a way we can do it. It's not a political rally. This is prayer for our country. And uh, beseeching God to, to you know, intervene on our behalf. But what's important from the political standpoint is that these candidates see people of faith care about this election. Absolutely. Um, the the first obligation we have is to pray, um, and and I think it will be a, a awesome time on Friday to come together to pray for this election to pray for our country. To, um, in my view, it, it's praying for God's mercy on us. Absolutely. Uh, fully and completely agree. All right, back to the uh, the tasks at hand that you guys are dealing with this week. Yes, we have. It's one of the the last weeks of committee hearings at the um, state legislature, and we have oh probably close to a dozen measures that we are either. Um, supporting and testifying on or closely monitoring or have an amendment on the bill. The the highlight of the week will be Wednesday morning when we have the three pro-life bills up. They were going to be heard last week, but the hearing was canceled because of a funeral of a former legislator. So this week they all will be heard. Um, House bill, I mean, I'm sorry, Senate Bill 1324 is to ensure that the FDA protocol on abortion medication is followed. Senate Bill 1474 is to ensure that... Baby body parts are not trafficked in our state. Um, this is the um, response to the Planned Parenthood videos from last summer. And then Senate Bill 1485 is to ensure that um, the state is not facilitating donations to any abortion provider through the state's charitable employee um, campaign. And the the committee, uh, explain a little bit of the process, Kathy, uh, what we can be specifically <laughs> praying for on these. Sure. These three pro-life bills have already passed the Senate by a strong vote. Uh, I think 18 votes was the final vote um, out of 30. And then now the House, so all three Senate bills now have to go through the House. So the first House hearing is this Wednesday. Then after that, it will go through what's called House Rules Committee to ensure its constitutionality. Then through caucus where the two political parties discuss the bills, then to the floor for debate and a final vote, and then go to the governor. Um, if either any of these bills are amended, they have to go back to the Senate for a concur vote. We're hoping that, that we don't anticipate that happening. So um, we would be hopeful that the House would have um, a vote on this bill within the next two weeks, depending on how the scheduling goes. So we would hope by the end of the month that all of these bills are on the, the governor's desk. That's great. And I, w- I was going to ask the amendment question. You think uh, there's n- not going to be any language added or changed in these in committee? At this point, I don't anticipate any amendments on these bills. Okay, and that's <laughs> that's good news. Right. Uh, I can't even imagine how you guys are able to keep up with uh, all of the different areas. Uh, but we're closing in on the, the deadline for when new uh, legislation can be introduced. Uh, did, did the delay from last week, did that extend the deadline, or is it still uh, here in the next week? No, it, the, the deadline for um, for the hearings is this week, and so we have no problems with that. Um, another um, issue that viewers might, um, listeners, excuse me, might be interested in is um, yesterday the House Ways and Means Committee um, considered a bill 
um, you know, we have a charitable tax credit that enables individuals to give money to, like, the pregnancy resource centers, to Christian Family Care, to Teen Challenge, to different charities, up to $400 for an individual, uh, $200 for an individual, or $400 for a married couple. And the the key bill moving through the process is to extend the deadline for those contributions to April 15th. Okay, so that, so, it, it, so that it syncs up with uh, the deadline for filing. and. Right. It's also the uh, STO. The STOs, uh, their deadline is April 15th as right. well. Yeah, so that rather than try to come up with that $200 or $400 by the end of the year, you would have until April 15th when you file your taxes to be able to make that donation. And we know, you know, this is basically just allowing you, you as a taxpayer, <clears throat> excuse me, allowing you as a taxpayer to direct how your taxpayer dollars are allocated. Right. I explained it. Uh, just the other day that I had taken advantage of that. It's fa- uh, in fact, uh, one of the uh, organizations I supported, uh, Michael Brewer's Hope in a Future, and right. I explained, I, instead of, you know, uh, my $400 going to whatever the state determines they want to pay for, I directed at least $400 of my taxes to be used for this organization. <laughs> and uh, that is not only, uh, you know, a simple explanation of it, but it really is a way that you can direct your tax dollars. Uh, it doesn't cost you anything extra. But the problem is the way it's written now, you have to remember that before December 31st. Well, and it just it, it helps people to be able to have that extra time. And the charities are benefiting tremendously um, by being able to, to participate in these programs. So I encourage listeners, you can go to azpolicy.org, click on our bill tracker, and find out more about these programs. And if you're not participating, maybe this will be the year that you can um, decide to participate in these programs. All right, Kathy, we've got just about three minutes left here, a little under. Uh, you have a few events coming up. Yes, we do. This Thursday, we have um, a lunch with Dr. Russell Moore, um, author of the book Onward, uh, Engaging the Culture Without Losing the Gospel, one of the um, newer voices on the national political and and church scene who is really, I I think, leading the way for how we as Christians um, participate in public policy, how we communicate. Um, Dr. Russell Moore is, is one, I think, one of the more interesting people to listen to on the national stage, so he will be here on Thursday, a luncheon. hosted by Center for Arizona Policy. Then we will have our annual Cap Family Dinner with Britt Hume on May 5th. You know, Britt Hume, I would say Britt Hume and Russell Moore are two of the the voices on the national scene that I pay the most attention to because of their insightful commentary. I think Mm -hmm. they're worth listening to. So um, we're looking forward to an exciting spring. Uh, Tony Snow was my favorite uh, from Fox back then, and then Britt Hume uh, was right behind him, obviously. Uh, Tony went to work for the president and then passed away. But Britt Hume has been kind of in my household, the leader uh, on uh, of the commentators that are on TV as somebody that I really do feel like I get a balanced uh, view from. And uh, he's going to call out the Republican side if they're uh, not being true to their values as well as anything else he sees going on. That's one of the reasons I delight in uh, in watching Britt uh, with his broadcasting. Well, and he's outspoken about his pro-life. He's been out, outspoken on the abortion issue. And he's also been outspoken on his Christian beliefs. And so I, I have great respect for Britt Hume and, and not, in a sense, not pulling any punches. Right. Absolutely. Okay. We're going to finish up, obviously, uh, the presidential preference. Uh, we, we need to get that done this week. Friday, Decision America Tour at the Capitol. Uh, I want you to reiterate the importance you feel personally as somebody that's working on our behalf here in the state, 
How important is this for us to physically show up uh, at this rally on Friday? Well, prayer is our only hope. And Franklin Graham is is going to all 50 state capitals this year, which is kind of an awesome undertaking, Um, really emphasizing that we are to pray without ceasing for those in authority, that we are to pray um, for God's mercy and intervention in this election year. So this will be focused on prayer. I will be there. Our whole team will be there. That I I encourage people to come. If you can bring your children, um, bring your children. I I just think it's a time to really cry out to God in repentance and um, for his mercy seen his intervention. So I, I think Franklin Graham has been one of the leading voices on the national stage, really calling us to repent and to pray, and that our hope is in the Lord, and we know that. Um, you know, just this weekend I was reading Habakkuk, and, and, you, know, the, and you know, though the fig tree shall not blossom, I mean, our hope and our trust is in the Lord, and that's, um, rather than be discouraged about what's going on in our culture, let's make a stand and show up and pray together. Kathy Herod, Center for Arizona Policy, thank you so very much. Uh, Give us the contact information. How do people find out more about what CAP has going on? Um, azpolicy.org. All right, Kathy, once again, thank you for your time. Thank you so much. For questions or comments, please email tom at faithtalk1360.com. That's tom at faithtalk1360.com.